Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tom Pelissero, who is Mike McCarthy's guy in the media, one of them, there's another guy and a girl, had the report last night that the Cowboys are expected to hire Mike Zimmer as their defensive coordinator. Zimmer, 67, the third winningest head coach in Vikings history, long respected for his defensive prowess, a big hire for Dallas, where Zimmer previously coached from 1994 to 2006. Now, before I went to sleep last night, I got, I had two people closely, closely connected with the Cowboys reach out to me and say, hey, it's not, it's not totally done yet. Well, well. It's not totally done yet for whatever that is worth, but it seems like the Cowboys got their guy. Yeah, here's the thing. Why would it why would it not happen? We would all assume it would not happen due to a head coaching veto because I think we all think the Joneses are big fans of Mike Zimmer. So the fact that essentially the head coach's reporter has come out and said it's done makes me feel like it's done. Regardless of any like, yeah. you know, hey, let's tap the brakes. I'm like, look, if if somebody if Mike McCarthy's favorite reporter is out here talking about it, I think we can safely say it's done. And I got to say, I am thrilled. And I feel even better after we've been out here this week and just about every single analyst we've talked to about, hey, who do you think they should pick? When we read off the names, almost every single one has gone Zimmer, 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 Zimmer. So I, I think that falls in line with a lot of what we've looked at and, and said about the situation. But I think this is great. And I think the person who should be most thrilled for this is Micah Parsons, because I think Parsons is going to eat with Mike Zimmer. How differently than with Dan Quinn? I think that he's going to use – Merrill Hodge, who we'll talk to later today, he talked about it yesterday, that the A-gap pressure is what he loves to bring. And Micah just kills there when he's rushing up the middle. Uh, and I think that you're going to see him used there a lot with Zimmer. And so that's that's going to be a little bit of a changeup. Quinn liked to move him around a lot more. I think you're going to see Zimmer using him a lot more frequently on the A-gap pressures. He's a good coach. I mean, there's, not, there's nothing wrong with Mike Zimmer. Um, is he a – you know, Rick with a P, absolutely. Um, you know, it, it, does he relate to the modern-day player? Maybe not as much as uh, as some of the other guys. Yeah. Uh, but the key is, like, this is a short-term fix. Mike Zimmer's not going to be the coach here for 10 years in the defense. You no, because he'll, he'll be the head coach next year. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Better not be. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. He'll be the head coach, what, six games in the season, seven? <laughs> yeah. And then he'll lose a relationship with his quarterback like he did in Minnesota. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you, this is uh, – when it's a short-term situation, 
Um, There's a high burnout factor. Yeah, and sometimes those things are, those things really work. So I, it's funny. I was talking about this with R.J. Ochoa yesterday. Wow. That uh, we, we were out here talking about the idea of Zimmer. How were you able to talk to him in between him getting all these guests? <laughs> I know. Yeah, he was like, hold on. I got to talk to, uh, you know. Uh, Bruce Smith. We got Biden oh, coming to Rock's sit down coming with us. coming on. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, we got Taylor Swift coming to sit down. And she's <laughs> giving us an exclusive. Um but, no, I was talking to RJ about it, and he's, he was not a fan of the idea of hiring Zimmer. And I was like, Zimmer's the best coach. He's like, it's not about Zimmer the coach. That's not my problem. He's like, it's about what Zimmer represents, which is more comfort to them and just, like, snap decision of, like, oh, Zimmer, that's the guy. He's like, it's just it feels like it was not an exhaustive enough search. It's comfortable guys that they're familiar with. Okay, well, comfort was going to be the last word I thought of when it came to Mike Zimmer. It might be comfort for the Joneses. What really matters is discomfort for the players. And I could not have – man, there's two audio clips, two Cowboy clips yesterday, <laughs> and they could not have been more diametrically opposed for me hating one – and loving one, and I want to start with the love. Darren Woodson, who got left out of the Hall of Fame yet again last night, went on the G-Bag Nation, and you had told me this, that Darren Woodson just raves and loves Mike Zimmer. This is the should-be Hall of Famer on what the Cowboys are now getting. I can't tell you how many times this year he and I talked about football, like every week. Yeah. Like every week he's calling about so-and-so and this and that, and he's just so engaged in the game that – you know, again, I'm biased by it, but, you know, if you want someone that's going to shock the system, he's not going to be your best friend. He's just not. I mean, he and I became friends after a long time because it was a respect factor that ended up being a friendship. But he's tough, uh, hard-nosed. Uh, some players will not want to play uh, uh, for him because, you know, he's going to – the expectations are going to be harder than they, they've, uh, they've, they've expected in the last few years. Sure. But, he knows the game better than anyone, and he's going to coach hard. And I think that, to me, that's the shock this team needs. Can you think of two more different players in terms of personality than, like, Deion Sanders and Darren Woodson? Like, like they're two pretty different players. One, I think, represents the all about me, I'm out front, look at me kind of culture. And then you've got Darren Woodson, who is more the team guy and the, you know, the, the lunch pail guy. I think that it's important to note that Deion Sanders and Darren Woodson both talk about Mike Zimmer the exact same way. They're two completely different people who talk about him the same way, and I think that speaks to how he's able to reach people. And the reason why I've wanted someone like Mike Zimmer to come in here and crack skulls because of what Tank Lawrence did yesterday as this clip blew up. Demarcus Lawrence sitting down with first take and answering this question from Shannon Sharp. You mentioned how you wish your team was here. Mm -hmm. What happened and why your team isn't here? Uh, all honesty, I think the main thing is we was burned out, man. Uh, you know, long season, um, team dominantly healthy throughout the season. You know, um, the legs get tired. But also, um, you know, you got to give hats off. The Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Green Bay, man, they came out with a great game plan, um, you know, rolling out towards Micah and then running away from me. I feel like, you know, that's that's what they needed to, you know, get their game started and they jumped on us fast. <laughs> Look, I mean, they should have had a bye because uh, of the uh, schedule, right? They went to a 17th game. So they should have had a bye. That's they garbage. Should, they, they should have eliminated a team for the postseason. <laughs> and then they're not. They're not. Uh, they're not. They're not burnt out anymore. They're so brain dead. They're so from Mike McCarthy talk. They're so unaware. They're so delusional. From Mike McCarthy saying, "We we 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 have a, we're, we're, we have a championship program. We just don't have the, the championship. Uh, it was it's championship culture. It's championship program. We'll be and all then tank, And then Tank Lawrence." Yeah, I would just oh, have yeah. to say. Have, have a Jerry's come all in. All in. That, that's a dumb one. And then burnout. So wow. here, here's the thing. <laughs> and, and I think that this is an interesting thought from the 325 because I think there could be something to this. He says, I think D-Law was holding back what he really wanted to say the way that he hesitated. I will say this. Oh, I saw that from David Hellman and all the other here's, torch carri- carriers yesterday, here, including the fan base. Here's so. what I'll say. I know, I know Demarcus Lawrence was not happy at the end of that game with the way a lot of his teammates played and the way that a lot of his teammates approached that game and their mentality and their mindset. And I don't think that – I think he was – I do think there was a pause. That, now, now, I think that he came up with something that he probably thinks we were burned out. Like, I do think he probably thinks that, and that's not a good enough excuse. It's a bad answer. But I do think that there probably was some other stuff there that it was like, do I really want to say this to Shannon Sharp on first take right now? Is this the place where I want to say, yeah. hey – I don't know how much I loved the way Micah played in this game. I, I, you don't, I don't have to do. You don't have to go all into that degree. I love all these freaking homers, and there's a couple of actually. It was a small, small minority. Um, your foam finger wearers who are like, what, he's, he's not going to throw his teammates under the bus." You don't have to take it to that degree, but you don't have to give that dumb of an answer. You sound so foolish. You sound so ridiculous talking about burnout. Burnout as everyone just took it to the number of games on the schedule. And 97% of the Tolos justifiably killed him and lost their minds over why, it. Why wasn't Green Bay tired? They played 17 games too. In fact, they had to fight for their playoff life over the course of the last month. Shouldn't they have been more tired, more burned out, more uh, exhausted and fatigued? Green Bay, I mean, skipped the first half of the season. That, that's it, how. Yeah, 817, <laughs> what's wrong with what Lawrence said? The truth? Are you mad because he should have lied or because you can't handle Listen, the truth? if that's the truth, then, then that's the truth. No, I'm it's not, not the truth, though. Do, do you, do you think? Think, no, if they were fatigued, then the staff needs to be fired because you're supposed to be prepared for more than 17 games every year. Not not around here. Like, how, how does it what, what? playoffs? Yeah, this team doesn't yeah, you prepare be, for 18 to 20 games. Well, you know, they have no, they have, they've never done that. You they know, you're going to be 25 years. You know, you're going to be a playoff team. You know, you know, you're going to probably going to be playing a wild card game, maybe not getting the bye. Um, so that was Tank Lawrence. And then you had Emmett Smith unloading on everybody. Emmett's going to sit down with us live at 9.15 this morning in the well. A number one air hot seat. Listen to Emmett on with CBS Sports Radio asked why Mike McCarthy came back. 
But our team just seem, seems to be lost. I mean, I, I just I cannot put my finger on why it looks so, so bad. So if that's the case, why is Dallas bringing back Mike McCarthy next year? Because I'm not a GM. And, and to be honest with you, uh, I thought that that move would have been made uh, because of how bad it looked. Um, I, I, I think our team and organization right now give the appearance of becoming a great organization and being a great team. And they sell everybody on it every year. And, and selling people on it and getting the ratings around it is, is something that's important. Mm. But I think there are things that are much more important than all of the hype. Uh, I've never known the Cowboys organization to be a hype organization. What? Uh, <laughs> but I think over the, when you look at our teams, we make the playoff. We look like we're capable of going all the way, but we don't. Uh, for some odd reason, I think that's a mental block. I think it's part of preparations of players not meeting the challenge and the expectations of Becoming great and establishing your dominance as an individual player or as a group of group of men, um, and I don't see that consistently um, from our team and our organization. Here's what I love about this offseason so far, and I don't love a lot of it except for Mike Zimmer. Everyone is officially fed up. Yeah, everyone's fed up. Us fans and now all the former players are lashing out. Michael Irvin. Moose with us. I, I, when we got done that Moose interview yesterday, I said, whoa, he kind of came strong. He went at the organization. Darren Woodson saying that Mike Zimmer needs to come in here and kick some people's asses. And then Emmett Smith, preach, 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 22. Everyone is sick of it. I, I love I, I love hearing the, the guys from the 90s team talk about this team because when they see them, you can see it on their face. You can, ask Nate Newton. Nate Newton, who does stuff at DallasCowboys.com. Anytime you see him talk about this team at the end of the season, how things were, he's like physically disgusted. Like knowing the teams that he yeah. was on and the way that they competed, he'll say it all the time. He's like, we don't have any glass eaters. We don't have any guys who will kick your ass. We don't have any like guys who are tough, who, who you're intimidated by. And I, I think that that is something that because of those guys and, and, and how hard they had to fight to keep up with San Francisco for four years and, and what they had to go through to get through the NFC every year, I think they're really turned off and disgusted by a Cowboys team that has it all in front of them and does not have this just incredibly difficult path, and they still can't get by it. This is the one that 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 hurts like the most. Like the Emmett is the, um, he is the like the, the the most revered of the '90s players. You know, like Aikman is and and Urban are more in the spotlight now because of their jobs. Emmett's not. But if you were to go ask anybody like that was that was a fan of that team, like who was. The catalyst, the who was who was the best player on that team? They would say Emmett, right? Like you know, Irvin had the emotional you know, leadership, and Aikman was the quarterback. But you know, most people just kind of revere Emmett more than anybody else. And for him to go out of pocket like this and speak like that, like if that doesn't get the Joneses, um, you know, up, then nothing will. And and it's not going to because and, yeah. nothing does, right? Um, you know, and just and you can look, you can point right to the Mike Zimmer hire. Like was they went, they did the same thing they always do. Now, was it a good hire? Probably, but they just weren't comfortable. Mm. They just went, they only hired Mike Zimmer because they knew him. That's the only reason. Had nothing to do with anything else. I, I, was, we know Mike. I, I, I'd like to share an adjusted version of a famous quote from 635 Highway Builder 
Lyndon Baines Johnson. I don't and think he, he says, built the highway. I think he did. That's, what, that's why they named <laughs> it after him. Go, I, I don't think he I think they did. That's why they named it after him. <laughs> Tom Landry get out there he, on he, his hands and knees it, and put those reflectors it, in the middle of the highway? He, he once, is he responsible he for the construction said, on 30? Because if he is, he can go screw himself. He once he's going to be fired earlier. <laughs> he's going to turn from the Bass family to Lyndon Johnson. Uh, Lyndon Johnson once said, if I've lost Walter Cronkite, I've lost America. If you've lost Emmett Smith, you've lost Cowboys fans. <laughs> wow, what an inside the star here. Friday edition of Sean, RJ, and Roberto on DFW Sports Station. How happy is Luca? And what's the next move for the Mavericks? We have the answers to both after NBA trade deadline day. And y'all want to get rid of the man who just finished second in the MVP voting? You really want to do that after last night? We'll talk about it after this. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 